Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow me at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports. The 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation Sports. Also, go ahead and check us out at www.the110nationsports.com. The one, the one, Ten Nation Sports Radio Network dot com for all the latest going on here on the radio network. Uh, make sure you guys check out Carolina Sports Plus. You guys can find them at corner Carolina Sports Plus dot com for all the latest going on over there. Um, congratulations to uh, Mario and everything going on at Carolina Sports Plus. Um, commercials, radio time, a whole building. It is a phenomenal thing going on for uh, Mario and Carolina Sports Cl- uh, Sports Plus. Um, just want to give a big shout out to them and uh, glad to see everything is uh, going good for uh, Mario. As, uh, he's a great guy, great owner, and a great friend of mine. So I want to thank them. Uh, make sure you guys uh, check out on uh, Tuesday nights right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, Race Chat Live with Chris Craig and uh, Taz. Um, they broke down last week um, and all the uh, shenanigans that went on um, this last weekend. Um, I did get Noah Gregson right. Um, I don't think any of us, uh, as a matter of fact, I know none of us picked uh, um, Eric Jones for the Cup Series. Um, hell of a weekend as those guys recapped everything last night. Don't forget tomorrow night you got uh, um, the Southern Dirt Track Report. So make sure you guys tune in eight o'clock tomorrow night as well. You guys can catch all the replays of all the shows 
Um, first of all, you guys can catch them over at www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Also, if you guys uh, have the iHeart app, Spotify app, um, iTunes, Spreaker app, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchasers, or YouTube, you guys can catch them as well as all our shows are syndicated over there as well. Um, so, uh, sorry that I missed uh, last Wednesday, you got to remember what night of the week I'm on now. Um, Wednesday night show. Um, I had a big, uh, a big event go on at my job at Circle K. Um, I'm sure most of y'all, at least uh, there's 4,000 stores in the United States, so I'm, I'm sure most of y'all know at this point. Um, but last Thursday night we had a um, customer appreciation. We gave uh, we gave out 40 cents off a gallon um, from four to seven. And uh, we had a lot of important people coming through the stores, so I actually clocked in about 3.50 on Wednesday morning, and I didn't leave until 8 o'clock Thursday night. It was about a 41-hour shift, uh, making sure that I was prepared for a visit, prepared for the event, and make sure everything flowed good. Um, had a great night, had a great day, uh, had a lot of great uh, interaction with customers, so glad to be part of that. So, uh, um, But I do apologize is that uh, not only uh, took me away from my sleep, but it took me away from uh, being in the studio as well. Um, but glad to be back tonight. Uh, we got the NFL kicking off tomorrow night. We had, for the most part, college football kicking off last weekend, and we are week three in Friday night football, the high school, so uh, it was a great weekend. I had a Wayne Warrior win. I had an Ohio State Buckeye win, and the Browns didn't lose. I uh, couldn't ask for much <laughs> much more than that, but uh, uh, I'm going to jump into uh, a lot of football tonight as we uh, um, get ready for this season. I'll tell you what, Friday night was a great night. I, don't, I, I can't still to the life of me determine if Pinkerton Central uh, was that good of a football team or we just played that piss poor, especially coming off it was something like a 53 to 7, 56 to 7, something like that. Um, victory the week before. Um, and then rolling into this game, and we managed to barely hold on to a 10-9 um, thanks to a blocked um, extra point attempt um, win over Pickerton. Um, I'm not sure. I still see there's a lot of discipline that needs to happen, a lot of uh, senseless after the play's been ruled dead or player's been out of bounds, uh, personal fouls. Um, face masks, I, I think the game could have not been as close as it was. There was probably four or five personal foul calls that if there was some kind of discipline, maybe, probably, should have never happened. Um, and that's just a lack of the coaching staff and where they are. It was even worse last year. It seems they might have cleaned up some of it this year, but not 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 enough, obviously. Um, it seems like they're more worried about doing shoulder bumps and high-fiving versus uh, keeping, keeping the players under control and focusing on the goal at hand versus being everybody's buddies and think we're, we're going to shoulder bump and be cool and 
here you are struggling at this point to even be two and one. Could have very well been one and two um, the, after this last weekend. But uh, nonetheless, uh, two and one, they face Miamisburg next week. Not uh, not the toughest opponents. I will not be there. Um, I, I think it's a way game anyway, but I, I am heading down to Lexington, Kentucky. Um, Alan Jackson is doing his final tour. Uh, for any of those that are country artist fans, uh, Alan Jackson is probably, well, his song is top three. One of his songs is top three on my list all time wanted. Uh, probably easily top five artists of all time country-wise on my list. Due to some kind of nerve hereditary thing, um, this is his last tour. This was the closest he was going to come to the Dayton, Ohio area. Uh, so I went ahead and purchased tickets for the wife and I. So we'll be heading down to Lexington. She says about a two-and-a-half-hour drive. I'm not 100% sure. I've not Googled it yet. Um, so it looks like we're going to be doing more driving than we are at the concert. looks like I'll be getting up at 3.15 that morning, head to work, do my work thing, um, headed home, getting showered, changed, or whatnot, and as soon as uh, she gets off at 4 o'clock, looks like we're going to jump in the car and uh, shoot down to Lexington to get there, maybe if we're lucky, 30 minutes before the concert starts, um, to head back. And, uh, of course, that's going to make a late night for me to turn around the next morning, wake up, and ride with my mother down to Somerset, Kentucky, which is even farther down into Kentucky, um, to spend two days and uh, get to see uh, my uncle and my cousins. Um, so looking forward to this weekend, even though there's a lot of driving and it's going to be a busy weekend, but uh, looking forward to it. Uh, it's always a great time for some great music and uh, get to see some family that I ain't seen in a while. So looking forward to that. Um, last weekend, last Saturday, the Ohio State Buckeyes played against number two, Ohio State, went against number five, Notre Dame. Um, struggled more than I would have liked to see, especially since an overrated number five, Notre Dame. I'm not quite sure why they were ranked five. Thankfully, they were, so hopefully it does not hurt our number two ranking um, and hurts our strength of schedule. Um, but I definitely uh, I definitely feel that Notre Dame was uh, ranked higher than they should have been. Um, I think it gave Ohio State uh, an opportunity to see what, what needed to be worked on. And what worked, and what what worked, what on what on top of what worked, what to improve on what worked to make it even better. I mean, it could be worse. You could have been like Georgia. Well, I mean, Georgia did play number eleven, Oregon. Uh, obviously, Oregon was highly overrated. It was a, a big, a big, big blowout. Uh, Forty nine to something ridiculous. It was it was embarrassing. Um, or it could have been like Alabama, who never plays anybody. I still, to this day, don't understand how they hold the ranking they do when they hardly play anybody and um, very rarely have to play a top team. And, of course, those top teams usually got to travel to Alabama. They're not going to go anywhere and play a good ranked team. Um, but they, they blew out whoever they played, but they played nobody. Um, they, they might as well play at a local community college. 
um, the equivalency of who they played. Um, yeah, Ohio State's got some things to work on. Uh, wasn't the the I didn't have a lot of confidence coming out of that that matchup. I will say that much. Um, as they they struggled, it was like a twenty-one to ten ball game against an overranked Notre Dame team. I mean, there, there's no doubt that Notre Dame is a top twenty-five team. Uh, definitely not a top five team. I ninety-nine point nine percent sure they're not even a top ten team. I don't know, maybe fifty-fifty on the fact that Notre Dame is even a top fifteen team. Definitely top twenty-five though. But uh, yeah, I'll say you guys have things to work on. Hopefully, uh, the next few weeks you play some uh, gimme games. Uh, you play you play an Alabama schedule for a while, maybe uh, get things situated, um, get uh, Smith Nijiga or however you say his name back from uh, he was injured early in the game. Um, get him back. Get C.J. Stroud and him uh, in, in stride. I uh, was very impressed with the uh, running back. Uh, I want to say it was Williams, number three. Uh, I was kind of upset because they weren't playing uh, Henderson there for a while, but uh, um, got to got to enjoy watching number three out there as well. So uh, that was that was good. A um, little bit more of a, a beast of a back, um, but we'll see move forward what happens. Uh, NFL season. Lordy, lordy, who would have thought we'd ever come around to that time where it's time for uh, some football. Um, and tomorrow night, the NFL did us up a good one. Uh, the Buffalo Bills against the Los Angeles Rams. Um, I tell you what, from what I've seen and where we are in week one and what we've lacked to see. Uh, you know, we, 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 we had this whole conversation um, the other day. The fact that it's really just a waste to have three preseason games. I mean, let's be honest. In all three pre, uh, preseason games put together, I think we saw the starting roster maybe play a quarter, maybe even play a half a quarter, and that's it. Like, let's, just, let's just get straight to the point. Let's just play maybe two preseason games, play 18 regular season games. Let's move forward. I mean, honestly, what are we going to see come week two or week three of the NFL preseason out of the fifth and sixth round players that are on the second and third, probably four-string practice squad players against other second, third practice squad players that we didn't already know or not know? I mean, has there ever been a time, and please let me know, one of the, the, the 32 NFL coaches out there, please call me and let me know, has there ever been a time that in week three or the final week of the uh, preseason, or any time of the preseason really, that you sat there and watched somebody that you picked in the sixth round, going against someone else that got picked in the fifth, sixth, or seventh round, and you're sitting thinking, damn, man, he – he is so good against their scrubs, their practice squad, that I think I'm going to put him in front of my starter. I guarantee it's never happened. I guarantee never once. I, I guarantee that 99% of those players 
the research, the homework, the OTAs, everything that they had done leading up to preseason, they got a pretty good idea of what they got, who they drafted, and who's going to be on their starting roster. I can guarantee you there's nobody walking into week three of the NFL preseason this year playing against a bunch of scrubs that are not making a team anywhere else has stood out to a point that, you know what, they're now going to be my starter. I bet you. I, I can almost guarantee none of them stood out enough to say, you know what, they leap from being a practice squad to second string because they played the other practice squad so much, so good. I bet you they're worth being a second stringer, even though I got a second stringer that held up, held his own against what little bit first rounders we played or starters we they, he got to play in the second round or second uh, uh, second string. I can guarantee you. Let's get past this whole song and dance and this whole whatever. And let's let's get to the point. Let's get to the NFL season, um, which we're about to do right now when it comes to – oh, good Lord, doing our picks. It's been a long, rough week. Um, uh, Thursday night, we got the Buffalo Bills going against Los Angeles Rams. Uh, taking the Rams. I, I know Buffalo fans are going to be upset, and, and this is going to be your year just like every other year is going to be your year. You know, there's, there's a lot of hype in the beginning of the season, and Buffalo is that team. And, uh, you know, I've heard that from Baltimore fans as well. The difference is you actually got a quarterback, and a quarterback can actually throw the ball versus Lamar Jackson, who can't throw the ball, runs around, dances, can't win playoff games and everything else. But we we, we already know. There's going to be a lot of hype, a lot of talk. Josh Allen should be MVP. Buffalo Bills is a legitimate real deal until we get closer to the playoffs. Then that whole MVP, MVP conversation kind of dies down. We get in the playoffs. You might win a game, might not win a game. This is off, and that's the end of it. I'm going to Los Angeles Rams. I, I think the uh, Super Bowl champs come back um, all, all ready to go, do what they got to do. You, you got a 49er team out there that has – I don't even know who they want to be, quarterback – uh, Seattle, you named Geno Smith your freaking starting quarterback. Like, are you even are you even trying to win half your games? Um, and, and then the Cardinals and that whole fiasco and having to put a clause into Murray's contract because he does what he wants. He's like a freaking teenage girl, doesn't listen to nobody, does what he wants, thinks that he runs the world. You take the clause back out to make everybody happy, but you don't put the clause in. You don't know he don't do what he's supposed to do. Um, you don't. You already know he don't do the film study. That really, you're kind of in a uh, unfortunately a, a marriage here because you done gave up one quarterback. It really wasn't no good anyway. To take another first round to make him your quarterback, and he's not going to win you any Super Bowls. But you feel that he is the best quarterback that you could get at this point in time. I don't know if anybody wants to walk into this whole mess. Um, so Rams have something to play for. They have an opportunity to take this uh, NFC West. I think they take the NFC West. 
in week one out the gate. Um, Eagles and Lions, wow, this is going to be a whole show. Um, Eagles look like garbage. Um, and you've got Jalen Hurst as your starting quarterback. That's what you continue to roll with, and that's what you're going to burn, go in a burning flame with. And then you've got the Lions who – you just can't seem to get it right. When you had the, one of the best receivers in the NFL, you you wasted you wasted that opportunity. You had one of the best running backs ever in the NFL. You wasted that opportunity. You had a pretty good quarterback in Matthew Stafford. You wasted that opportunity. Um, now you have what you have, and it's not going to be good enough to uh, beat the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles over the Lions. Um, and two teams that will probably be your bottom-feeding teams of their respectful divisions. Um, 49ers traveling to Chicago. Not that I am high on Chicago by any stretch of the imagination, um, but I do think that Chicago probably has the better team of the two teams um, as um, 49ers uncertain with what they're doing the quarterback position is from what I understand and what I heard. They went ahead and, you know, sign um, Jimmy and, and figure it out and restructure the contract to make that all possible. But then you entertain and still are entertaining the whole Trey Lance barely mediocre, mediocre quarterback situation. And <laughs> Try trying to find a pen so I can write down my picks. And oddly enough, I have like 15 pens that are always next to the bed, always on my stand. And today I can't. Oh, there's one on a whole different chair. So oddly enough, I couldn't find one at first, but I found one now. Anyway, so we got Rams. We got Eagles. We got Bears. Um, next on the list is the Cincinnati Bengals and the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is going to hurt me. Like, this is really going to hurt me. But the fact that you're talking about Matt Trubisky being your starting quarterback uh, makes it hard not to pick the Bengals. I mean, you got Jamar Chase, who will probably lead the league in drop passes. You got Joe Burrows, who is probably at this point the most overrated. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback, or at least a decent quarterback, but he is not deserving um, of the hype and the rating that he has been given, and so therefore makes him the most overrated quarterback in the NFL at this point. Um I had to go sit through a, a preseason game. I went two weeks ago, two weekends ago. I went to the uh, Rams and Bengals preseason game. It was entertaining to hear the fans do their ridiculous who they song. Who's going to beat those Bengals? Um, first of all, the Browns beat them both times. So don't brag about who's who's not going to beat you because the Browns beat you both times very easily. Um, so it's not something really to brag about. But then 
you got these Bengals fans screaming at the top of their lungs, who's going to beat these Bengals, nobody's nobody, and you realize you're playing the defending Super Bowl champions. You are literally playing the team that beat you in the Super Bowl, and you're, you're going to sit there and talk this smack and, and act like nobody's going to beat you when you're literally playing the team that beat you in the very last game and denied you the opportunity to be in Super Bowl champs. Um, but I'm going to take the uh, Cincinnati Bengals over the Pittsburgh Steelers, more due to the fact that I don't think that necessarily the Bengals are a better team and definitely not better coach. But I'm going to take the fact that the Steelers are still trying to figure out where in the hell they're going without Big Ben. They've not figured it out, and they don't even have mediocre quarterbacks um, in their coach in their quarterback core to even – um, figure out where they're going or how this season's going to play out for them. It's it's kind of honestly kind of embarrassing what we're looking at when it comes to the quarterback um, situation here for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I never thought growing up that I would be in a day where I would see um, the Pittsburgh Steelers without a legitimate quarterback. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I'm not going to say that. There's, there was someone when I was younger. I mean, I'm not going to say Mike Tom, Zach, or Neil O'Donnell was necessarily a legitimate quarterback, but you get just what I'm saying. Um, Patriots traveled to Miami. I will take the Patriots all day and twice on Sunday. Oh, just happened to be a Sunday game. Twice on Sunday over to uh, – uh, I'm sorry to hearing about Tyreek Hill. Uh, I'm so happy to be handling Tua's balls. Um, I guarantee you Tua does not pass better um, than Patrick Mahomes, first of all. And second of all, it's a joke to even think that Tua, who we all sit there and witness and watch, has beautiful balls. So I'm going to keep playing to the fact that he likes having Tua's balls in his hands. Um, Cleveland travels to Carolina. Um, I will take all day and three times on Sunday the Cleveland Browns over the Panthers. Um, the Panthers, I, I don't know the last time they was even legitimate contenders. Then you got Baker Mayfield um, as your quarterback, who I think probably won that position by default when Sam Darnold got hurt. Um, and not really impressed nobody. has not really been impressive for the last two years. And you have one of the best offensive lines, one of the best defense, the best running back duo, a very consistent, reliable quarterback um, at the at the backup quarterback is playing the starting quarterback for Deshaun Watson, who's going to be out for the first 11 games, and a very good and strong wide receiving core. Um, there's no reason that Cleveland should not be able to travel into Carolina and play a less-than-par team. Um, Indianapolis Colts gets Texans. Texans still have not figured out what the hell they're doing. I will take Indy um, as Indy decides to go one more year under the Matt Ryan whole saga and see how that plays out. Um, Saints and Falcons. Um Or not um, Matt Ryan, but um, Carson Wentz. Um, I will take the um, uh, Falcons over the Saints. I will take any team over the team that's led by um, Winston uh, any day of the week. 
Ravens travel to the Jets. I, I don't know the last time anybody picked the Jets. Uh, I don't know anybody anytime soon that anybody's going to pick the Jets. Uh, I got the uh, Baltimore Ravens over the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Um, Jaguars still has Trevor Lawrence, so you still have a horrible quarterback um, that only was able to win in a conference that had nobodies with a coach that stole signals um, and had a powder powder puff route to the playoffs. Uh, Gets the Commanders. God, Lord have mercy. You're you're talking about two teams that are jacked up. And you should have just left it as a Washington football team. At this point, we just got used to being. I mean, it's sad enough that you had to take the American Indian heritage out of football. You had to eliminate one 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 more reminder of the American heritage and the, the, the Indian way in the United States by taking that out of the sport. But then you go from the Mar- the Washington football team to the commanders. Like you thought it couldn't get any worse as a team name, then you decided on the Commanders. She just left us the Washington Washington football team. Nonetheless, I will take the Washington football team or Commanders or Redskins or whatever you want to be called this week. Um, and probably the one of the worst worst matchups to watch, and probably the one of the the worst rating uh, football games of the weekend. Um, Packers travel to uh, Minnesota. Um, I don't think I don't think Aaron Rodgers got too many more years, and this should be an interesting year. No, um, no reliable wide receiver. A bunch of young new receivers in there that he's been unhappy with all preseason. Um, coming off a pre off an off season that was uncertain whether or not he was returning, um, I think that the Packers do what they can and try to piece this together. They give it the best run they can. Like I said, I don't know if there's going to be another year with Aaron Rodgers, um, but we will kick back and enjoy what we get this year, and I think that'll be a victory over the Vikings. Um, the Giants and the Titans, uh, Tennessee at home all day. Um, I can't see anything that the uh, Giants do say or even have put on the field at this point that would tell me otherwise or make me doubt that the uh, Tennessee Titans couldn't beat the uh, New York Giants. Um, Raiders travel to the uh, Chargers. Um, Chargers have better quarterback, better defense, better team, better coaching staff. Let's just go with the Chargers. Let's just simplify this and say, you know what? The Chargers are definitely the better team, and we're going to go with that. Broncos in Seattle. This ought to be interesting. Russell returns to play his former team, former team, um, Seattle has a quarterback that nobody even wanted in the first round. 
complain and whine like a high school teenage girl because he didn't get picked in the first round. Prove to everybody in the world that why he was not a first round pick first round pick should not even been a second or possibly even a third round pick. Now lack of available quarterbacks and process of elimination. Um, basically, you outplay Drew Luck, who shouldn't even be a starting quarterback. Now he gets another opportunity to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, he will spend most of this season showing us why <laughs> he was not a first-round pick caliber player why he should not have been a second-round player or a third-round player. Uh, Pete Carroll is going to age very much this season, and the Seattle Seahawks will probably be the the bottom-feeding team of the NFC West, and uh, the Denver Broncos are definitely going to start off 1-0. Um, Chiefs and Cardinals, as much as it's going to kill me to say this, there's no doubt in my mind, Kansas City over the uh, Cardinals. Cardinals quarterback situation, either you have an overrated, short, thinks he's better than everybody else, doesn't think he needs to game, game film study or anything else. Quarterback and Kyle Murray, who now has his contracts and doesn't really matter what he does because he done got paid. Um, against um, Patrick Mahomes that don't got his money. Ain't really done much sense, but I think at some point you got some kind of sense and pride and is going to have to do something to prove that uh, you're worth all that money. For 10 years, the Kansas City gave you, I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Buccaneers travel to Dallas. I more than God hope in, in everything and everything that, I mean, we already know that the Buckeyes or the Buccaneers are going to, I mean, you know what I said the first time, the Buccaneers are going to beat the Cowboys, but I so hope to God that they don't just beat them. They, they beat the bejesus out of them. Oh, Tom Brady goes in there, so we can go ahead and end this whole Dick Pratt, Dak Prescott MVP conversation or Weed Them Boys conversation or we're going to the playoffs conversation or any other conversation that we may have to entertain week one. Let's go ahead and eliminate that. We don't have enough Cowboy fans come out of the woodworks just because they want a preseason game with their second, third string, and even uh, – practice squad players um, to to last a lifetime. We don't need that to go on um, after week one. So let's just hope that not only the obvious, the Buccaneers win, but let's just just hope they go into Dallas. We hope Tom Brady puts on a clinic, shows us why he is the GOAT, and the Buccaneers walk out with the convincing win, and we cannot have to hear the Cowboy Nation talk about we America's team. You ain't been America. First of all, you've never been America's team. But we're going to go with that silly-ass label from 30 years ago. Um, you you dumb and stripped that, that whole label. You've not been America's team, if ever, any time recently. Um, 
you got cowboy fans all kind of upset and salty because you got you got coerced into a ridiculous contract with a, a barely above average quarterback, and now you got to live your life. You got to live the life that you've been dealt, and, and a Dak Prescott life is what you got to do. That's what you was dealt. That's what you got to live. Um, definitely, I will be back in the studio. Next Monday night is we will uh, get to play the opportunity, not only catching you up with what happens in week one and how close I was in my predictions, um, but we also get to pick the next week's games. I love these Wednesday night shows. Get an opportunity to prepare you for the next week's show or next week's game, recap the uh, game weeks. Like I said, I will be out of town all weekend long. Um, it was another reason why we moved the Monday show to a Wednesday show, um, not just for this particular weekend, but for me an opportunity to kind of go back and recap and rewatch and catch up on everything that happened in the NFL, in the NCAA, um, on top of all the other headlines. Uh, like I said, don't forget, Tuesday nights right here on the one. 110 Nation Sports Radio Network, Race Chat Live, Chris Craig and uh, Taz. They get you guys caught up on the latest, what happened the previous weekend, what's happened next weekend as we continue on the, uh, the playoffs for NASCAR. Tomorrow night, Southern Dirt Chat Report, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. And uh, don't forget, I will be back in the studio next uh, Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network to bring you the 110 Nation Sports Show. Uh, don't forget you guys to follow me on Twitter uh, or follow me on Twitter at Mr. CJ Sports. You can follow the 110 Nation at 110 Nation. Also, check us out on Facebook, my personal fan page, the what, uh, uh, Mr. CJ Sports, the 110 Nation. Uh, here you go, the 110 Nation Sports page, the 110 Nation Sports. Uh, make sure you guys check out the site, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Got to thank Carolina Sports Plus for being our longest um, longest uh, marketing partner. Glad to have them on board for yet another season. Looking forward to uh, having some some uh, give out. Um, I'm not going to say give out. Um, some contests, uh, give out some prizes. Uh, looking forward to another NFL season. Um, don't forget, you guys can catch the shows on iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, iTunes, um, Google Podcast, um, YouTube, Stitcher, Spreaker, um, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, uh, just amongst the many opportunities. And, of course, here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, places you can guys catch the show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, we will get the show scheduled next week early. Got to schedule a little bit late and then uh, got back from soccer practice. Um, Wednesday nights I do have soccer practice. It puts me in enough time. If I had a schedule, a show schedule, I'd have been on time. But I had to get a shower and everything else and, and ready for bed. I got to be back up at 2 o'clock in the morning. So um, how to get everything situated so that uh, as soon as I end the show, I can roll over, um, get underneath the sheets, and call it a night. Uh, but we'll get the show um, scheduled earlier in the week so you guys got the link earlier in the week, and then that way I won't run into issues of being on time. Uh, but I'll be back in the studio next Wednesday night, 8 o'clock, right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Until next time.
With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 